ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rewind Wrestling Radio Show. And we'd like to start off this episode um, just by taking these words in. They've been overplayed in the wrestling community the last week or so, um, but we but they're resounding nonetheless. Hard work pays off. Dreams do come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. We are going to be talking tonight about our favorite memories of the one, the only, Diamond Stud, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. Fans, thank you so much for tuning in and listening with us tonight. I've got the, uh, the normal cast of character, characters. We've got uh, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler P. We've got Riff Thick as Fuck. We've got uh, the Temptress Witch, Ivy. We've got OG Phil. And we've got Cousin Mike down in the corner and uh so we are all here to talk all about our favorite memories of scott hall um some of us were more exposed to him than others in this group obviously just based on age uh so some of us probably this this is a, a little bit more of um of a kind of a breaking of our childhood hearts than than others but let's let's dive in a little bit um for those of you, I mean, I'm sure that if you're watching or listening to this podcast, you know by this point, but just in case you don't, uh, you know, Scott Hall did unfortunately pass away this week. He, uh, he had fallen had a, and had a broken hip, and then he had, the, he had surgery to fix the hip issue, um, and he had complications from that surgery, ended up... Uh, having three heart blood clots yeah blood clots that caused three heart attacks uh he was on life support for a while the uh the family all was able to get there and then they were able to to take him off life support together and actually he survived for a couple of hours off of the life support um but then he he did pass away um shortly thereafter and um there was a little bit of of back and forth between the people that were that are close to scott um you know, uh, because people were saying rest in peace early and stuff like that. And, uh, and I totally get that. That's why when we, when we posted what we posted, it was just a, a celebration of things that came from Scott Hall, um, you know, quotes of his and stuff like that. We didn't want to say rest in peace early and be disrespectful. Um, but at the same time, you know, to all those fans who were just paying their respects and, and didn't quite know the full story yet, we hear you, we feel for you. Um, and we understand both sides of that of that coin uh that being said let's jump into this thing let's talk a little bit about scott hall um now i know cuz and tyler and i are probably the most affected by this um we we kind of grew up with that scott hall wcw nwo era um you know we were we were at the kind of the tail end of razor ramon there in the wwf uh, Cuz more was more Razor Ramon than I was actually, because um, he was into it just a little bit before I was. Cuz is one of the reasons I got into wrestling. Um, so, believe it or not, um, actually not. 
Really? There was a three-year gap of time where I wasn't watching wrestling because, you know, A, I was working at the pizza shop, and B, it was just in that little gap of time right before the NWO where it was like, you know, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels were at the top of the card and everything like that. Yeah, was there and everything like that. But for that, like, I would say from 94 to 96, I wasn't actually watching. Mm. There you go. So, so, so most of your memories are Scott Hall then as well. Most of like, your... I saw Razor Ramon, but like my introduction to Razor Ramon was like, you don't know why I'm here. Yep. Yep. Like, that's a big moment in music history, or yeah, music history, <laughs> in wrestling history right there. You know, that's a big moment in wrestling history right there. Um, You're working and, you know, your features. other job right now, Ted. You're working Listen. your other job. <laughs> Listen, no, nobody asked you. You understand me? Nobody asked you. I, I promise I have not been overly celebrating St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so me neither. <laughs> um, so let's let's sure. Yeah. Which which, not to be offensive in any way, shape, or form, but but I think is entirely appropriate in an episode where we are talking about Scott Hall. Um, <laughs> um listen scott hall had his demons um and and they're they're pretty well documented they're very well documented um you know but i was very i you know what i i always felt like uh when he entered the accountability crib with ddp i felt like a lot of respect for him um and um a little bit of pride in him you know because because i have alcoholism Mm -hmm. in my family um I, i i've seen it as a as i've grown up um, there are certain members of my family who are still that way. Uh, not, you know, obviously not my parents or anything like that, but, but, but it's still there. And I know it's touched other people's lives on this podcast. Um, you know, and, um, I was, I was proud of Scott for, for taking that step to try and straighten up his life. And I mean, towards the end of his life there, he was going to church with Mark Merrow every, every Sunday, um, because he wanted to get right with God because he knew he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to live a, a long life because of all the stuff that he did on the road, you know? Um, so kudos to him and, uh, and learning to change his life around, man. Cause addiction, addiction is a, a tough disease, man. Yep. Not many people come back from it. Yeah. So for him to do what he did is pretty remarkable. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Not just that, but like, even with the alcoholism too, like, when you listen to him have conversations, like for somebody who did as much drugs and as much alcohol as he took and drank, yeah, he was still one of the best minds in the business. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, uh, he was. Well, let's uh, let's do a little bit of round robin here. Let's get some uh, some other voices on the pod. Let's uh, let's go to the babies first. Let's let, because because the, those of us those of us that are a little older have a little bit wider variety to pick from of Scott Hall memories. Let's go the, here. Let's let's go to the babies first here. We'll go to Ref Thick. Ref Amy, So Ted, you kind of you stole my memory. Thanks. Oh. Like <laughs> so. Of course I did. Just to kind of piggyback off you said, like um, I I looked at Scott Hall's and slash Razor Ramon's career in um. Uh, hindsight through documentaries and rewatching raw 
My first real exposure to connecting with Scott Hall, it was around the time where I was going through my own demons um, in 2017, was watching the resurrection of Jake Rock, or yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts. So, like, to kind of reiterate what you were saying, as someone who was going through that and bonding with him, like, by not meeting him on that personal level and going through those demons, that's where I really gained, like, admiration for him for what he went through at knowing what he went through and then yeah and then and I had a better appreciation for not only what he did in the past but also how he kept on with the wrestling business and seeing his interaction with fans after getting sober everything like that and then like Mike mentioned just listening to some of the talks he would give to wrestlers and then seeing the post this week of things that he was saying to wrestlers and seeing how smart he was about the business so yeah that was my connection with Scott Hall Awesome. Awesome. That's a great perspective. That's a great take. That's not one that'll be counted as clickbait. I promise. Um, <laughs> Ivy, let's go to you. We'll do ladies first tonight. Okay. So Scott Hall, again, is somebody that I did not regularly see on TV when I was growing up, but as you know, I kind of started to get more interested in watching a lot of the older content, seeing his work has always, you know, been something that I recognize as being great no matter what you could tell even though I was not you know watching when he was active at that time like I, I could still recognize how good he was and how big of a draw he was mm. um it's really really hard for me to determine like a favorite memory I guess you could say because I have two matches that come to mind and they're like probably two of the greatest matches that I enjoy watching um, from that era, and that would be the WrestleMania 10 ladder match with Shawn Michaels. Um, it was excellent match, but then to follow that up, that SummerSlam ladder match, like that rematch, mm-hmm. I actually think that one was probably a little bit more enjoyable than the WrestleMania 10 match. Mm-hmm. Um, and despite the loss, I think that was some of his best in-ring work. So, yeah. I mean, you put the two of them together, and I mean, they, they told a story in the ring. You know, the, the ladder match element itself, ladder matches are not something that are suitable for everybody. And I think they both worked really well in that. Um, and I think that is part of the reason outside of, you know, the Hardys and Edge and Christian with their tag matches that I fell in love with the idea of the ladder matches because of these two matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. OG. Yeah. So, about? I mean, and Ivy kind of, touched on it already so growing growing up i didn't get the i didn't see a lot of the older stuff i pretty much uh started in the ruthless aggression era so my what i got to see of the attitude era and and even before that was mostly through like dvds and stuff like that and i had a dvd set on uh just like the greatest ladder matches of all time. And obviously the first match on there is that WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have that Sean. same DVD. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was my introduction to Scott Hall slash Razor Ramon. But I mean, it's no secret that tag team wrestling is one of my favorite things to watch. Uh, I've talked about it many times on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So one of my, it's kind of dumb, but one of my favorite uh, things to go back and watch was from, uh, it's actually more recent, it's from the, uh, I believe it's from the Raw Reunion, where the NWO comes out, 
and Scott Hall does his thing, and then uh, the Ascension comes out and uh, interrupts them, and then it ends with uh, the NWO, the APA, and the New Age Outlaws just beating down the Ascension. It's just hilarious to me. Perfect. Perfection. Perfection. Tyler Peters, talk to us. Uh, it's just I'm heartbroken like everybody else his contributions on the business you guys touched on it was just so astonishing to all of us I mean I just share the sentiments I mean he had so many great matches and memorable moments I'm I'm like you Ted we talked about it cousin Mike it was that nitro era it's when he emerged I mean yeah I was aware of Razor Ramones mostly actually through the vignettes being like Tony Montana or something out of Miami Vice which was really cool um, in an era where it was a lot of cartoon type gimmicks, he he made you believe. I mean, you really thought he was from Cuba. <laughs> That's what I remember. I, I didn't know he was just Scott Hall from Florida. I thought the guy actually was from Cuba. He had me believing as a kid. But going back to matches, I had to go revisit some. I think him and Rick Martell from an episode of Raw where he won the Intercontinental title was this one that stood out because that to me uh, cemented his legacy even more because the model Rick Martell was already well established. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is where Scott Hall really shined his razor. And then later as the outsiders with Kevin Nash. So he just made an impression right away. He had the style. He used the charisma as everybody knows. And two, two-time Hall of Famer. It's amazing, man. And you talked about it, the creative ability, the psychology, I uh, just, I could go on and on and we still wouldn't have time to talk about the legacy of Scott Hall. So I, I'm just in agreement with everybody. There's just so many great moments and what a way to pay a tribute to a man. And we've just lost one of the great ones that, of his generation that, that still mentored a lot of people. I mean, that he was advising a lot of the talent in NXT and, yep. and so forth and so on. And then his son is wrestling. So he's continuing that legacy and that that's great to see. So that's all I've got to add on this. And, I just enjoyed uh, knowing we can look back finally on his memories, even though it's a very sad time with his passing. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. Cuz, give me, give me what you got, brother. Oh, you're welcome. All right. So my favorite moment with him was when he hopped over the gate and pretty much introduced himself to WCW. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the whole, like, promo and everything like that was perfect, especially, like, Macho Man and, like, making fun of everything. Yep. And um, my favorite matches with him were, one, I know was a loss. The other, I heard about it and watched clips of it, but they didn't show, like, the total end. But he had no problem putting over guys. Uh, one of my favorite matches with him was with the one, two, three kid. Yeah. And if you go back and watch that match, kid actually took a severe concussion when he did his uh, moonsault to him or whatever and ran out of the ring. Mm-hmm. So as he's running out of the ring, he has no wits about himself whatsoever. Doesn't know if he's running in the right direction or anything like that. Um. So the match where uh, he put off over uh, one, two, three kid. And then there's another match that I've only seen clips of, and it's um, put over Jericho. Like, he was the first big main star to take a loss to Jericho on, like, a big uh, platform. He's always a big Chris Jericho guy. Awesome. Awesome. I would, um, 
I would echo that that obviously Scott Hall's contributions to the business um, are far greater than than most people would think. You know, he's a lot of people call Scott Hall the best wrestler to never hold a world championship. Um, he didn't. You know, and and well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying he's the best. He's the best wrestler to never hold the world championship. You know, a world championship. Um, and and I I certainly think that there's probably some people that could give him a run for his money in that category, but I think that he's there. Um, I think that if you look at the landscape of wrestling, you can see Scott Hall's handprint on every major change in the last 20 years, last 30 years, really. Um, you see what, what he was able to contribute and what he inspired by what he contributed. So, you know, when I say that you can see his handprint, he may not have been directly involved these last 15 years, but he certainly, certainly had a hand in the pot because he had so many talent, you know, so many talented people looking at his work and taking from that. Um, it's funny because I got, I, I got a little bit of trivia for you. And this is something that would really surprise you. Cause you're talking about like him having an influence on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what attitude era wrestler actually drew a good, like 50% of his character from him. Attitude era character that drew 50% of his character from him. Oof. No, and I know that um, I know that him and The Rock had like a really good connection. Yes, it basically Rock's character from like the Attitude Era was fifty percent Ric Flair and fifty percent Scott Hall. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes it I makes a lot of sense. So makes a lot of sense. Um, it does. What What I was going to say though is. Um, Scott is responsible, at least 33.3% responsible for us being wrestling fans right now. Because if, because if we were still watching 1989 professional wrestling today, you know, we wouldn't, I don't think that we would still be having a wrestling podcast talking about wrestling right now, you know? Um, he forced the business to change with Kev and with Hogan in the NWO. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah and, no question. And and I have to I have to say that I think that my favorite my absolute favorite memory of Scott Hall has to be. His like itty bitty bitty um, feud, well feuds that he had for those mid card titles in WCW. Because the thing is, every time Scott would get a title, he would have to go away for a while, <laughs> right? And that's why he never got the big one, right? He uh, he was the he was an equal contributor to the change, the greatest change in professional wrestling history that. 
but he was never rewarded with a world title because he couldn't stay in long enough because he was battling his demons. Um, and I remember watching Nitro. I had to go to my grandmother's house, my grandma Marge's house to watch Nitro um, with my other, with my other side of my family cousins because we didn't have cable. Um, and so I remember like being over at my grandmother's house and watching Nitro and watching Scott Hall, like he would be gone for 60 days or 90 days, you know, <laughs> and then he would magically come back and he would jump right back into a feud for those titles. But I was always excited when Scott Hall came back. And so the opponent didn't matter to me. Um, the, the belt didn't matter to me. I was excited to see Scott Hall come back and be feuding for those those belts because WCW knew what they had in him. And so whenever he was sober and he could be there, they knew to push him. Um, I would also say that, you know, a couple of you guys mentioned the, the ladder matches with him and Sean. Um, you guys all know I'm a huge Sean Mark. Okay. I'm a huge HBK Mark. Um, I think that you take either of these guys and give them a wet mop and they could make it look good in the ring. Um, mm-hmm. But then you put, then you put the two of them together <laughs> <laughs> and um and you got magic you know yeah. you got absolute magic and honestly um i like kevin nash i think kevin nash was a great worker um i think scott hall was obviously the more talented worker of the two of them um i think that if you put scott hall in his prime up against triple h in his prime i think scott mm. hall's a better worker um i think that i think that he rivals sean in the ability to tell story in the ring Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that he is the greatest performer of all time. I think that that solely sits on the shoulders in my own, not so humble opinion um, of Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. They're right there next to each other. Um, but at the end of the day, I, uh, I always thought that Scott Hall was in the, my top five people that I was, you know, I was appreciative of watching their stuff. Um, and that was reinforced for me this week because obviously when I, we started hearing the news that he was on life support stuff like that, I started going back and watching matches just like every other mark. Um, the one, the one I haven't gotten to see yet, but is is apparently a doozy, and I don't know if any of you guys have seen it yet, is um, Diesel and Sean versus Razor and Kid from Action Zone in '94. Has anybody seen that match? We were sent it in the CCW such a good, chat to such a Scotty. Good match. Yeah, I haven't seen it. No, man, you have man. to watch it, Ted. I'm really surprised that you haven't seen that. I match. haven't. I haven't seen that match. I never even oh heard of it before this year. You have to watch that match. That's a really good one. That's a yeah. really good one. I remember I saw that several years back, just in like my what my YouTube you know, searching and just looking mm-hmm. at like some of the greatest, you know, matches in history. And that's a, it's a very good match. Um, I, I still like those two ladder matches that I mentioned earlier. Um, but that's definitely a really good one for it. Be, you know, a tag match. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent match. You have to go watch it. Please go watch I, it. I may be biased, but there's a lot of good referee work in that match too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm super interested to, uh, to watch it for sure. Um, Amy, so, if you still have the link, send it to us. I will. Yeah, I'll do it now or yeah, after. For sure, for sure. So, you know, I think that I would be remiss 
if um if we didn't just take the time for a minute um to have just a, a quick moment of silence for for scott so let's go ahead and do that so so um i never know when these are too long they're always awkward to come out of um yeah but but what i'll say to everybody here is um i think i speak on behalf of everyone on our panel here tonight um when i say thank you to scott's family for uh giving us scott hall and allowing him to come out and be and to entertain us as fans um thank you to his friends and and to and to those that were close to him for sharing him with us um and uh you know you're for those of us that pray you're in our prayers you're in our thoughts um you know and and we are we're thinking of all of you during this during this hard time i would uh i would also like to tell all of our viewers and and this is the first episode that'll be on spotify's video platform by the way ooh right um so all of our viewers on spotify on youtube um you know if you're listening on a podcast platform or on sportswire or if you're watching us on roku um you know hit us up on social media at rewind podcast w-r-e-w-i-n-d-p-o-d-c-a-s-t let us know your most memorable and your favorite scott hall moments um and and let us know and we'll be you know i've been trying to do my best to to help amy out responding to people on the on the twitter machine and on instagram she's like oh my god he's actually doing things it's crazy um you know so i'm doing my best to respond and i you know i'm trying to reply to people as they comment so tag us um you know and uh, make sure you give us a follow remember to like comment share subscribe grab some merch uh no heavy plugs today today's about uh you know given given our favorite memories for Scott Hall. And on with that being said, on behalf of the entire uh, the entire panel here, I want to say thank you so much for watching, listening, participating in our show. Uh, please continue to do so. Bring a friend, and we will catch you next time on Rewind Wrestling Radio.